Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Beyond Cancer Conversations. I hope you're well and having a beautiful day. Happy September. It is almost fall and I'm so excited for this transition into a new season. I mentioned in, I think, the last episode that my reason for taking time away from the podcast was so that I could recharge and return inspired and with the joyful energy that I really want to have when I create these episodes. It's a passion project for me, and so when I record episodes, I want to arrive inspired and happy and full of energy so that when you are listening to this, um, it's a joyful and good experience for you. So yes, during the time that I took to recharge, I also chose to take time away from mainstream music, and instead I mostly listened to audiobooks, and additionally I read a lot more, and I listened to healing sound bath music, singing bowls, and high-frequency music, and I've been reading a lot about healing, harmony within the body, within our society, and how we can, as a society, return to a place of love, joy, abundance, and prosperity for all of us. So, I've grown so much in the past few months. I feel like a completely new person. Um, I've really taken the time to learn, to grow, to evolve, and to enhance my own inner world so that it reflects the outer world that I want to create for myself. And so this journey that I've been on of inner discovery and harmony and finding a sense of healing, it goes beyond Western medicine, um, but it's really prompted me to share what I've learned. And so I think I'll probably do a few episodes on healing. And in this one, I want to focus on how we can heal with nature, but I also want to do an episode about singing bowls and how sound can heal us and specifically how sound has actually helped heal cancer which I think is just I mean it's incredible and so I I really want to do an episode on that but first let's start with this episode healing with nature so growing up I spent a lot of time outside in nature regardless of the season regardless of, of the weather outside um I was always out in nature and I loved it. And looking back on my childhood, my best memories are in nature. And so it's interesting though, because our species has evolved to be very urban. So many more people in cities now. And actually many children spend most of their early years indoors. I actually read that the average person spends approximately 93% of their time inside and about 6% of that is in a car. I mean, of course, this makes sense if you want to be a functional member of society, and you know, often the best opportunities for education, career opportunities, and really when it comes down to it, the best place to make money is in an urban city environment. So I decided to take a step back, and I approached this with sort of an observer lens. I looked at it and I mean, I was amazed. And 
It's just interesting. We live day to day in this urban world that we've created, and it provides so much opportunity, but we don't often realize the world that we're creating until we do stop, reflect, and really take a step back, looking at what we've created, this urban environment as an observer. Um, and I'm not speaking of this in a negative way by any means, but this is just my observation and um, I'll just share with you like where I'm going with this. But so anyways, my parents chose to move out of a city when I was three and raise me where I could spend my time in nature, skiing, hiking, exploring, and in their minds in a safer, more explorative environment. And I realized that anyone could argue that exploration um, that happens within cities is extremely valuable. And I'm not arguing with that or saying one is better than the other, but um, I'm just sharing my experience. So now in my life, I do live in a city and I love this city. But over the past months, I have had this craving for nature and I know I'm not alone in this. So now let's do a little flip and talk about the root causes of most diseases. And disease really comes from a place of disharmony. When we think of our bodies as one, one with nature, one with life source, one with our surroundings, it makes sense. I think a large majority of us have come to think that we are discreet. And, you know, I, I don't think that's anyone's fault. I think it's just a byproduct of um, how in the US and in Canada, you know, we have very individualistic cultures and people really just keep to themselves and there are people, we see this especially in cities where there are far too many people in one small area to really know and resonate with all your neighbors. And so, yeah, our bodies are one. And as I said, our bodies are one with our surroundings as well. So you have to think, like, if you live in this chaotic, dense environment, I mean, it's likely to be reflected in your body and in turn in your health. So if our bodies are one, this means our physical health is influenced by our happiness, by our fulfillment, joy, and the overall harmony that we feel. Somehow this has gotten lost along the way, I think, but um, I really want to make it clear that your physical body is a direct reflection of your inner world. So what causes disease? Well, often, and not always, but often, it's stress. It's stress, anxiety, depression, all compounding and working together against you. Um, and it's usually a result of overthinking and this ugly cycle that leads to, unfortunately, a downward spiral. The good news is that nature and some other incredible uses of the natural world can bring us harmony and can incorporate harmony and peace back into our lives and help us eliminate and prevent disease. Nature creates this sense of harmony within us and that in turn leads to fulfillment, happiness, joy, and it can really be a beautiful way to treat and prevent disease. I mean, you probably know this if you reflect on it any of the times that you've spent in nature and how you feel when you're in nature and surrounded by the natural world. And research has actually shown that walking in nature when compared with walking in an urban city environment 
showed a 12.4% decrease in cortisol. And remember, cortisol is our main stress hormone. Additionally, it showed a 7% decrease in sympathetic nerve activity. And the sympathetic nervous system is your fight or flight response. It also showed a 1.4% decrease in blood pressure and a 5.8% decrease in heart rate. So, I mean, <laughs> those stats really speak for themselves. Like, nature is very beneficial for our health. And so, forest bathing, also sometimes called tree bathing or nature therapy, you've probably also heard the term grounding. It's made up of a few techniques that can bring mental clarity, peace, and overall improve both mental and physical health. And research has shown that practicing being in nature, grounding into the earth, forest bathing, it speeds up and increases your parasympathetic nervous system activity. And this is your rest and digest nervous response. So it prompts you to rest, to conserve your energy, um, your heart rate slows down, and all of this is happening while your glandular activity and your digestion increases. So as I mentioned, it also lowers cortisol concentrations in your blood. And anytime we can lower stress and our hormonal stress response, we can lower our risk of chronic stress, which is usually accompanied by anxiety, depression, and other yucky byproducts of stress that lead to negative um, health outcomes. So let's now transition into what we can do to add more nature into our lives. Biophilia. So biophilia is a term, and I hope I'm saying it right, biophilia. I think I'm saying it right. Um, but it means love of life and love of the living world. Humans have an innate attraction to the natural world. I mean, obviously. <laughs> it makes sense. We evolved from nature, and so having the need and the desire to connect with it and to be part of nature, especially now that our species has diverged from it, so to speak, um, it's really strong. We can think of it in terms of survival as well. Humans are master survivors. I mean, we're at the top of the food chain and throughout history, we've pretty much taken what we need to survive and we've become really process, um, possessive in the process of doing so. And so this is also becoming clear if we look at the state of the earth that we have created. Because nature has always been there for us, helping us survive through food, water, shelter, protection, and healing, humans think of it fondly because it helped us to survive. Humans over time have learned to love the things that help them survive, so it makes sense, right? More research is showing us that this innate attraction to nature is a fundamental aspect of our health, and we actually need it to maintain our health. So having a connection with nature is having a connection with yourself because, I mean, really, we are a manifestation of nature. So giving our appreciation and some of our time to nature leads to the balance of any disharmony which has built up in our bodies. And with harmony comes healing and ultimately comes health. So if you're like me and you live in a city, 
I'm going to share a really great technique for going into nature um, without actually having to live in nature. I mean, I'm lucky because my city has incorporated a lot of nature and green space, um, but it can still sometimes feel as though I'm disconnected and I'm in this really chaotic, dense, um, you know, world surrounded by this fast-paced, chaotic, concrete jungle, so to say. Um, but so if, if you live in a city and you feel the same or you're just unable to go outside for your own reasons, you can use meditation and visualization. And these are super powerful techniques. I mean, yeah, like the one thing that I would recommend to you if you're trying to heal like mentally or emotionally is meditation. That's besides the point right now, but so here's here's what I recommend if if you're wanting to connect with nature and you're not actually in nature. So find a comfortable position, seated, laying down, whatever feels um, the best for you and for your body. Be still and close your eyes and visualize yourself in nature. Visualize yourself walking through this beautiful forest on a beach, whatever scene of nature calls to you. Try to visualize as much detail as you can. Um, can you imagine the smell of the air, the sound of birds or trees rustling or a river flowing nearby? I challenge you to really try to call in all of your senses. Can you visualize yourself feeling the breeze on your skin, the feeling of a snowflake landing on your skin? Go into your own inner world and visualize your most ideal natural experience. Visualization and meditation can be super challenging if you're trying it for the first time, but over time it does become easier and it actually becomes really, really magical and really healing. I've found in my own life that meditation and visualization have helped me through a lot of challenges that I have faced and helped me in creating the life that um, I want and reaching the goals that I have. So yeah, if you also, if you want and if you feel called to, you can visualize yourself being healed. Um, you can visualize nature just embracing you and healing your body physically, mentally, emotionally, helping clear up all of your worries and stresses and leading you to the realization that your thoughts don't define your reality. And your most natural state of being is joy, fulfillment, happiness, ease, and peace. In your visualization, try to be slow, move with ease, really take in your surroundings and the experience of being in nature. And so, I mean, if you do live in nature, then just go out in nature and try to spend more time in it. And you will also you can do these same things you know take in your surroundings try to activate all of your senses and really be in your body and observing your surroundings and observing how you feel in nature and how it's literally healing you so as part of the healing episodes that i want to create i'm also going to create an episode that is a sort of guided meditation because I know that sometimes visualization and meditation can be easier at first if you have a guide. So 
all of those things I just talked about and recommended, I will likely be also posting an episode that will guide you through that visualiz- visualization process. And yeah, so that brings us to the end of this episode. I mean, at your core, I know that everyone knows this. You know that nature is healing and um, it's powerful. And when you really awaken to that, I think that you hold a power to heal yourself and the consciousness in that space is um, it's really special and so yeah I urge you to go out into nature meditate visualize yourself being in nature if you can and I mean for me my goal within the next few years is not to live in a city anymore um, of course as you know I'm still a student so yes but I'd like to remind you in every episode that, of course, I am still a student and um, please, if you're seeking medical advice or medical treatment of any kind, please seek the expertise of a board-certified physician, um, medical practitioner. I'm still a student, so everything I say in these episodes is really just my own experience, um, my own research, my own life, my readings. And so, yes, I hope that this episode um, will bring joy into your life if you can experience a little bit more of nature and, you know, listen to your body when it craves nature. And yes, so I will, um, I will see you guys in the next episode, not see you because it's a podcast, but yes, I will (laughs) meet you guys in the next episode. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I am sending you all my love and positivity and healing energy. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye, everyone.